Take 122. <laughs> oh, this is definitely not the first time that I'm speaking to myself out loud, but it's definitely the first time that I'm recording it. <laughs> Welcome. This is the Alterations Podcast. I'm your host, Caitlin. And thanks for joining me. Thanks for listening. I just wanted to start this podcast because I thought it would be something fun to do. I didn't really have any expectations of it. No kind of thought process went into this except for buying a microphone and sitting down and having a chat. So hopefully it's whatever you think it's going to be or whatever I think it's going to be. I might do one episode and never upload it. And this might not see the light of day or I might do it for six months and then be like, yeah, I'm pretty shit at that. Or I might do it for six years. Who knows? Anyway, um, my name's Caitlin. You probably want to know a bit about me. I am 24 years old. I'm a Virgo, if that means anything to you. I don't really know too much about star signs. I wish I did. A lot of my friends are always like, oh, you're such a Virgo, but I don't really understand it. I drink both tea and coffee, but mostly black coffee. Cold and black. <laughs> um. Oh, I should probably tell you about the name, shouldn't I? It's probably something good. I wanted to start this podcast because, again, like I said at the start, I just thought it would be something fun to do. And throughout COVID, which I'll probably touch on, I've picked up quite a few hobbies. So this might be one of them. It might be a new one. Um, but I've called it alterations because I like the saying, like, you know, you've got good bones. You know, like when houses need to be demolished it's like no you don't need to get rid of it completely you've got good bones it's like alterations are kind of made it to fashion kind of thing so like the dress just needs to be altered we don't need to tear it down and start again we got good bones here so if you're listening and you're not one of my friends you probably and this is who am I kidding this is just gonna be literally my mom my cousin my cousin my cousins and some of my friends. I doubt that anyone else is ever going to listen to this. Maybe future, hi future Caitlin, if you're listening to this. Hopefully you've you've done what you wanted to achieve with this. I, you probably want to know a bit about me. So I am a hairdresser. I'm from Brisbane, Queensland, uh, in Australia, but I was born in the UK in Huntingdon. Um, so sometimes I sound quite English. So if that kind of slips through, it comes out more when I'm drinking, not that I'm drinking <laughs> right now, but it does come out more when I'm drinking. Yeah. I went to school. I grew up here pretty much. I think we moved here when I was like six or seven, but I had a really strong accent. And I think just over the years, it kind of subsided a bit, but yeah, I went to school around here. I've grown up in Brisbane. I lived in Sydney for a little bit for work. Um, oh, I'm a hair. I was a, I was, I still am a hairdresser. I've been doing that since I can remember. It's all I've ever, oh, 11, 11. I just, my phone just got a notification. Make a wish. Um, <laughs> off topic. Yeah. So I have been doing hairdressing ever since I can remember. Um, and I love it. It is so much fun, but I'm kind of in this weird kind of limbo at the moment where COVID, I wanted to go traveling before COVID, me and my partner were, and I quit my job working in the salon to go traveling. And then we did Japan, a bit of Japan, and we did a bit of America and then had to come back. So I've just been picking up odd jobs here and there 
until we can go traveling again and these borders get open. But obviously it's taken longer than I thought. But in school, I did a few certificates. I did certificates in business, in hospitality and in IT. Not that I'm very savvy in any of those areas. Oh, I like to cook, but not like, I'm not a chef. My nana and my mom are incredible cooks and I'm so lucky. I'm back at home at the moment. So we moved back um, during COVID and I'm so lucky that I get home cooked meals every night. Definitely don't take that for granted, but I missed it. I miss being in the city and like with my friends. I miss my friends so much, but it's been so wonderful to be back home and back close to like my great nan. She's 99 and God, she's such a woman. She's amazing. She's incredible. I wish everyone could meet her because she's pretty impressive. She's got some awesome stories about the war Um, because she's lived through so much change. Like I think we forget how much change has happened in our life. I mean, my life, I mean, there's not been a huge change, but I was born in 1997 and we kind of got the first glimpses of social media and the internet and like MySpace and, you know, all of that stuff. So, I mean, she's lived through even more than that. She's lived through a bloody war. She's lived through the internet, everything, like everything. But yeah, I, I am so grateful to be back at home. And But I do miss living really close to all my friends in the city. I was thinking about that the other day, actually. I'm going um, this weekend. I'm going to a book fair, which I'm very excited about. I'm massively, COVID got me like into lots and lots of different hobbies and read. I've gotten back into reading, which I've always struggled with because I can't like spell to save my life. I'll probably say words in this podcast that are like, you're probably going to be like, uh, Caitlin, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> but yes, book recommendations. I'm currently reading right now Um, People We Meet on Vacation by Emily Henry. She also wrote Beach Read, which I haven't read yet, but I will get into it. I'm about 100 pages in and I'm really enjoying it so far. I'm kind of on a bit of a book come down because I was reading, long story short, (laughs) I got really into TikTok, like scrolling. I'm sure a lot of us did throughout the pandemic and I'm on the side of TikTok, which is book talk. And I got recommended this book or this series, which my cousin actually read as well. And we just both talk about it all the time. A Court of Thorn and Roses. If you haven't read it and you enjoy reading and you like fantasy and romance, oh my God, read it. It's incredible. I'm kind of, (laughs) there's five books in that series. And I think the next one doesn't come out for like two years or something, but it is so good. So I'm having a bit of a book come down. And then I read another book called Punk 57, like last week. Again, it was so good, but it was just a standalone book. And now I'm just in a bit of a book rut, like a reading rut. I feel like nothing is going to live up to that series and that book, but I'm, I'm enjoying this one so far. I'll give you an update when I finish. But yeah, COVID really got me into a lot of hobbies. I started at the very start of COVID. I'm quite stubborn. And at the start of COVID, I didn't have a job because we were meant to be traveling and obviously couldn't get a job because the world was in lockdown. So someone, oh, I think it was my boyfriend, he said to me, I was like, oh, smoking is, I used to smoke quite heavily. I said to him, smoking's getting quite expensive, like I should probably quit. And he was like, oh, you don't know how hard it is to quit. Like you, not saying that I couldn't do it, but he's like, it's really difficult. And then right then and there, I was like, screw it. I'm going to quit right now. Cold turkey, nothing else. 
Uh, so I so I did, and it's nearly been two years since I quit, which is I'm really proud of myself. But in how I kind of quit was I started crocheting. So I kind of rewired my brain so every time I wanted to have a cigarette, I would go sit outside and crochet where I would smoke, essentially. So I was still doing something with my hands and I would sit out there until I didn't want one anymore. Um, I'm not very good at crocheting. Uh, I told all of my friends, actually, in the last lockdown we just had, I made, um, you know, those like trendy, they're really trendy at the moment, the crocheted like triangle, not triangle, they're like a diamond shape tops. I made one for myself and told all of my girlfriends that I would make them one. And I'm sure you're listening to this right now. I love you all. It takes me so long and I will get around to it. I have started making the first one, but I think it's going to take me a really long time. Um, And reading takes up all of my spare time at the moment. So if I'm not reading, then I will crochet. I got on this role of like wellness, I guess. So I started running. And I didn't realize how much I couldn't breathe before, like when I was smoking. It's like a new world. So if you smoke and you want to quit, like, honestly, I can breathe again. It's bizarre. It's such a weird feeling to not feel like you've got bricks on your chest or like wake up hungover every day. So I I do miss smoke. Don't get me wrong. I don't condone it. I don't encourage it, but I do miss it. There's nothing that will take its place. But how I feel is so good. It's so it's so good. But partly of that, I think, is from running. Like I've I've started running. I got really into it, and I was like, Do you know what? I'm going to run a half marathon. Still haven't done it. Someone hold me accountable. I will do it. The furthest I have run is 14 k's. No, 14, 15 k's. Cut myself short. But I want to run 24. And then eventually, I think a half marathon is 24. And then eventually I'm going to do whatever the full marathon is. I want to do it. But it's also really daunting doing it by yourself. I started pole at the start of this year, another hobby that I've picked up. And it has been incredible. I feel so much stronger. I feel really empowered. Like there's nothing more empowering than going to a class, like half naked with a bunch of women that you don't know and everyone just hyping you up. Like, all ages, all shapes and sizes, everyone is just so welcoming. It's been such a wonderful and positive experience. I can't say that about the gym though. I really have gym anxiety. Can anyone else relate? Like I love lifting weights. I do PT once a week with, well, he's also, I went to school with him, but he's incredible, but I'm just not good at going by myself. I don't know if it's like the 12 year old boys that go in packs or if it's like the older men that stare at my ass while I'm squatting weights. I don't know what it is, but I feel like I need a gym buddy to go to the gym, but I do enjoy lifting weights. It's just getting to the gym and getting over all of that is a whole ordeal. I don't know why, but yeah, during the whole pandemic, I've definitely had heaps of new hobbies and I used to dance as a kid though. So I think that's what helps with pole dancing and like fitness and my drive with all of this was I have been dancing ever since I can remember. I did aerobics and hip hop and that kind of, I was training like every, we were training for worlds and stuff. So I was training all the time. And I think that that kind of drilled in the, what's the word I'm looking for? Discipline. It drilled in the discipline of working out and being fit and 
I am lucky that I never really got into anything too intense that made me really obsess over it. But I definitely think maybe when I was younger, I obsessed over my weight. Like Tumblr was awful. That's another time. I'm going off topic now. Going off topic, which will probably be a theme. So if I lose my train of thought and just start talking random stuff, get used to it. You are listening to a 24-year-old girl from Brisbane. I'm currently sitting on the floor in my room. The microphone is on a cob stool and I'm just sitting here chilling with my coffee. But yeah, I've kind of gotten to a like a, a crossroad in my life where I don't know what I want to be when I grow up anymore. Like I really am a bit confused as to what I should be doing. <laughs> if that makes I just don't know I'm going through like a quarter life crisis I love hairdressing don't get me wrong but I don't really want to go back and work in a salon so I'm kind of like what do I do I don't I know I don't know what I can't turn any of my hobbies into work unless I became like a personal trainer or a librarian so I'm just kind of like in this limbo of like do I open up my own salon? Do I go traveling? Do I buy a house? What is a 24-year-old meant to do? I don't feel <laughs> don't feel old enough to make these life decisions and it's kind of really overwhelming. So bear with me while I get my thoughts on what I'm doing in my life. I feel like whenever you go to like family events now as well, you get to like 24 and, and me and my boyfriend have been together for uh, I think nearly three years. Yeah, three years this December. I'm terrible with dates. I know it's the 23rd. I've got it tattooed on my body. 23 is my lucky number. It, should I go into the story now? Yeah, I'll go into the story now. So 23 um, was the first house that I moved out to with one of um, the girls I used to work with. And one day she's got her legs tattooed. And one day we're like, let's get matching tattoos. So we went and got our house number tattooed, which is 23. And ever since then, it's been my lucky number. And my boyfriend asked me out on the 23rd, so it just all makes sense. But yeah, I love 23 was my favorite number before, but now 23 is my favorite number. But in all of this, apart from having a midlife crisis, not a midlife, a quarter life crisis, I can't say midlife. I'm not midlife. I'm half, not even halfway through my life, which is super exciting. I have realized, I actually wrote something down on my phone. Let me find it this morning. I think a lot of, this is what I wrote. I think a lot of the time when I reflect, I can go pretty dark instead of being quite positive, And that is something that I want to work on. I feel like when I'm looking back, I'm always thinking of like really, not deep, I guess it is deep, but like really morbid things. I don't understand why I need to be more positive, I think. I think I'm just, always, I'm not, look, not looking on the brighter side. It's like, I'm just... I don't know, maybe I'm just a whinging pom. Someone said that to me once and I was like, oh, I do. I don't think I'm whinging. I just think I'm speaking my brain. I don't think I have a filter between what is coming out from my brain and my mouth. So I think I just, good luck to this podcast. Good luck. <laughs> oh man. I've got to also, I realized how nervous I was to sit here and talk. I'm sorry if this is terrible. I'm sorry if the audio it's really bad. I can only go up from here. This is my first time of like sitting and recording myself talk to myself. And it's kind of really hard to not have someone to bounce back and forth with. You're just kind of, again, word vomiting. Oh, another, that's what I was going to say. Another um, hobby I picked up this year was tennis. Tennis, me and my 
boyfriend started playing a few months ago. I am so bad and I feel really bad because he played at school and I feel like all guys, and this is stereotyping, I shouldn't say this, but I feel like a lot of guys are just good at sports. Like they can just do it. And I just, I don't, I need to either focus. He keeps saying to me, <laughs> my boyfriend keeps saying to me, just like, look at where the ball is going to the racket. And I'm like, I can't do both. I'm either trying to, I'm trying to aim the ball at him or I'm trying to hit the ball. But I can't do both of them yet. My coordination is terrible. My hand-eye coordination, dancing, different story. Hand-eye coordination, shocking, shocking. <laughs> I will get better. Actually, we went and played the other day and a tennis coach was like in the other court and he came in, he was a retired tennis coach and he was like, he came in and was like, can I give you some pointers? And I was like, uh, yes, please. But he actually did give me some really good pointers. And after that, Dan was like, oh, you really, you really got this. Oh, Dan's my boyfriend, by the way. Um, I said boyfriend and then I didn't actually introduce him. If you hear the name Dan, it's my boyfriend. <laughs> yeah. We've picked up lots of hobbies in COVID. We also, oh, we also started watching the Formula One. If you haven't watched Drive to Survive, it is amazing. I'm invested. I have no shame. I love the Kardashians. I love terrible reality TV. Like the last episode, the last episode, the last season of Love Island was so good. If you haven't watched it, you should go and watch it because Chloe in it is amazing. But yeah, I love trash TV, but Formula One, the it's Drive to Survive on Netflix is like reality for Formula One. And I've always loved cars. That's something actually what I was going to do instead of being a hairdresser, I was going to be a mechanic. And I grew up watching Top Gear. And not that that makes me know too much about cars. I really don't know a hell of a lot, but I absolutely love Formula One now. It is something that me and Dan have really gotten into and my dad loves it too. So we've just, oh, I think my voice just cracked. I'm just going to have a sip of my coffee and then I'll get back into talking about Formula One. It is just when you know all of the history behind the drivers, it just makes it so much more interesting and like all of the beef. So if anyone that isn't into Formula One and someone you know is, just give it a go because it is so, when you know all of the history behind it and, and all of that, it makes it really interesting. But I guess you could say that with anything. What else can I tell you about me? I don't actually remember what I've just spoken about. So if this is all over the place, hey, you started listening. <laughs> but thank you. I appreciate it. I have a 20-year-old brother who I'm pretty close with. I would say we're pretty close. I love him so much. I'm really close with my... I've got three um, girl cousins and I love them all very much. Um, all younger than me. I'm the oldest cousin. So the oldest grandkid which is kind of weird. I feel like a responsibility to be like a, an older sister, a good influence on them. But I don't think I'm, I don't think I'm a bad influence, but I'm definitely haven't gone the more traditional route of things. Like I have been a hairdresser since I was like 14, 15, and then got a bunch of piercings in school. I had really white hair during school. I loved it so much. I currently have like, I also realized you can't see what I look like. Head over to my Instagram if you want to actually see, if you don't know me in person and want to see what I look like. It's, um, I think it's at alterations podcast on Instagram. But yeah, I had really white hair at school. And cause my boss at the time had this thing was like, I'm going to do everything to your hair that you would do on a client. So you know what it feels like. And at the time was terrifying. Cause I cut all my hair off. I bleached it. I permed it. I did a streaking cap. Like we did everything imaginable to my hair so that I knew what it felt like. 
And I'm grateful for that. But at the time, at like 16, having really short hair and it wasn't really short. Like I've had a bowl cut and shaved hair. I've had really terrible hair choices and fashion choices in my life, but hair mostly. Like I dyed my hair fluorescent yellow, which wasn't the worst thing I've done, to be honest. Now looking back on it, I did look like Noel Fielding for a while. He's old Greg, if you know who he is. But I kind of love that. He kind of has like a shaggy haircut. Off topic. Yeah, I kind of feel this responsibility to be, you know, have my shit together essentially. But then I'm realizing like, who am I kidding? No one does ever, especially me, especially right now in this moment. I am terrified, but excited. (laughs) But maybe that makes me a good role model because I'm being real. I'm letting them know that and it's okay to just be authentically you. I think that's something that I've really struggled with. And I think I'd like to dive into that a bit more is like coming to terms with me I think as just like a being and like mistakes and forgiving myself for my past self this is what I mean I look back on things and I look at the negative instead of the positive anyway that is a heavy topic for another time what else can I tell you about me I can't spell I really can't spell to save my life um My favorite book I've ever read is Norwegian Wood by Murakami. He's incredible. If anything by him is really amazing. Um, I think I could classify as a horse girl because I grew up, like when I was younger, some of my earliest memories, my grandparents lived in South Africa. We'd go over and visit from the UK and I had a horse called Vulcan. And I continued to ride a little bit when we came to Australia, but mostly kind of ended. Um... The concept of space freaks me out. Like space, like knowing, no, I don't like that. I hate toe socks. I hate them. I hate, they were trendy when we were younger and I hate them. Um, what else can I tell you? When I was, <laughs> when I was younger, I wanted to be a bin man. <laughs> um, I comfort watch New Girl. Like I love New Girl so much. And also the Princess Diaries. They're my comfort, like go to or top gear. I don't know why. I don't agree with Jeremy Clarkson, but I do think he's funny. But he's very politically incorrect. I know he's a dick, but I love Top Gear. Uh, I had a hernia when I was 19. That's most common in men over the age of 60. So that I feel like that says a lot about me. Um, I'm scared of lifts and small spaces. And recently, um, Dan and I went on a holiday to the Blue Mountains and we did a cave tour and it was actually my hell. Like it was awful. Um, Oh, I have a tattoo of Jesus's heart on my arm, but I'm not religious. My go-to karaoke song is Tribute by Tenacious D or anything by Nickelback and Paramore. I love Paramore. I love the concept of horror movies, but I don't like being scared. Like I watch a lot of the behind the scenes, but I won't actually watch the film. (laughs) So uh, I also collect really weird statues. My auntie kind of started doing it for me. So she would get me like, I've got one that I can see currently is like, it's a garden gnome, but it's Elvis. Or my Nana started giving me, they're called like Chinese good luck fairies or something. So I have a bunch of those and I keep, I love like weird uh, statues. Whenever I see one that has good vibes, I will buy it. It's not just like any statue. It's got to feel right, you know? I get really aggressive almost, like when I'm talking about passionate things, like when I'm really into something, like the Formula One. I know a lot of people do. I feel like that's how men get into fights at football games, but I don't think I would ever get. I've never been in a fist fight. I actually can't stand watching any like boxing or anything where people get hurt. It really like, ugh, 
freaks me out. Maybe that's why I don't like horror. Like I don't like torturing stuff. I love action stuff, but not like torturous, you know? When I was 20 years old, I went to, I broke up with my boyfriend at the time and went to New York by myself to a music festival. That was pretty fun. Very impulsive. But I feel like that's also how like all of my tattoos and piercings have kind of come to to be. Actually, I've been saying for ages that I need to book in my new tattoo and I need to do that this afternoon. I'm going to email her and book that in. Um, I don't know. What else can I tell you about me? Oh, I split my eyebrow open when I was like seven. I actually had this memory this morning. My best friend like carried me to the office. I was trying to jump to the fifth monkey bar because everyone else could, but I was too short and I missed it and woke up and she was carrying me. I could probably keep coming up with all sorts of things to tell you, but you know, you'll get a feel for who I am, I guess, as time goes on and these episodes go on. I can't promise that I know what I'm going to be talking about and I definitely can't promise that I'll stay on topic. Um, also, sorry if my voice is a little bit croaky throughout this. I've just realized I had terrible hay fever this morning and just think I'm hearing myself now. I think that I sound a little bit croaky. So I'm sorry for that. And I'm again, apologize if any of this audio was terrible, but thank you for listening. If you've listened this far every week, well, I don't know, maybe I'll just start with a thought and go from there. I don't actually know what I want this to be yet, but I'm just doing it. I'm just giving it a go and not putting too much thought into the rest of it. I'm just hoping for the best, really. Hopefully uh, my voice isn't too annoying and I make you feel a little bit less alone in this crazy world. I hope you've had a great day or the beginning. I don't know when you're listening to this. I hope you have a good rest of your day, start of your day, end of your day. Good run if you were listening to this while running or driving. I hope it's a beautiful day today for you. And text your friends that you love them. And I guess I'll see you next week. I don't really know. Yeah, I'll see you next week. Okay, thanks, bye. <laughs>